So the Max and Wancast got its first sponsorship, Max. You want to know what it is? Tell me, please. It's Anchor. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about Anchor, Max? Well, I know it's free, and I know they have a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast, whether it's from your phone, your computer, or whatever you're using. But I know one thing. You know a lot more about editing than I do. Yeah, most definitely, bro. I'm the one that steers this ship as far as edit-wise. But what I like about it, I like that you can distribute your podcast automatically all in one place to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more, like Google Podcasts. You can also make money from making your own podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Link in the description, guys. Um, I want to go over a couple of other guys that people may ask about. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about this guy, Nick Bolton, out of Mizzou. Can I flip off the camera? Can I, can I flip off the camera? Dude, I don't see it, bro. There's no coverage. I didn't see There's it. no. Is he even an athlete to you? I put no coverage skills, no run support, just way too small for me. Way too small. That's saying something now. He's under six to- foot. Because we talked about linebackers, like, it's really hard. You don't see a lot of undersized linebackers anymore because they're all, like, safeties and failed running backs. This dude looks like a munchkin. Hello and welcome everybody to the Max and Juan cast. I am Max. Juan gave me the reins today, so I'm leading <laughs> this car wherever we're going. Right, it's this horse and carriage. What's going on, Juan? We're doing linebackers today. We doing linebackers, bro. I'm a lot more excited. You can tell my tone from the D tackles because they're special in this draft class. We did the big boys twice in a row. We did uh, linemen, and then we did a little bit of defensive tackles. I think the linebackers and the cornerbacks. Besides the receivers, they're fun. Like, oh yeah, they were fun to watch. But last year, on you know, in our Xbox Live days of uh, mock <laughs> drafting and shit, we were super excited about the linemen last year. Yeah, the, and, and the D tackles. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of been a flip because last year the receivers, everyone was talking about. Oh, there's not really the the special number one guy. Exactly. And here we are, and now we're at special again, dude. Welcome back. Welcome back to the series, man. Draft prospects. We got um. One left after this. So, I'm excited, bro. I'm going to be coming out with some mock drafts. Um, we're going to be doing some live reactions after the draft, man. Make sure to po- turn on post notifications, man. Like this video. Subscribe. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's going to be exciting, man. I am so pumped, bro. It, draft season is just one of the funnest times of the year. I love it, bro. It's absolutely amazing. And we're so close. That's what I'm <laughs> so, so excited, close. man. Oh, man. Well, now that we got all those plugs out of the way, we're going to be talking linebackers, like we said. So before we get into our list, what are some of the things you look for when you're watching film on linebackers? It's funny because 10 years ago, I wasn't looking at raw speed as like, oh, this <laughs> I need a fast line. Like, I know Ray Lewis could fly. Brian Erlacher, I wouldn't say he could fly. He could move. Mm-hmm. 
And even Luke Keekley, he wasn't a guy like he was no Devin White. He could move. Even Bobby Wagner, yeah. not a Devin White. And I would say this: Ray Lewis coming out. A lot of people forget this. Out of the U, shout out to the U. Um, he was undersized. People had major question marks about Ray Lewis. He was an undersized linebacker. Now that's that's the prototypical have you ever linebacker. Heard an undersized linebacker <laughs> question in how long, bro? They're going to draft Isaiah Simmons. He's like two fifteen. <laughs> which I like Isaiah Simmons. I'm just saying there's not there's not that concern because you're not going against fullbacks every every series now. Yeah. So look, I look for coverage chops, speed. I was you know athleticism. Let's we'll go with athleticism. And I look at ability to blitz, be a blitzer. Versatile. Vers- versatility would yeah. be one. So what about you? Number one, man. Um, today's NFL, guys, it's a passing league, okay? And what these linebackers are asked to do is cover guys. And I'm talking to, I'm talking receivers in the slot at times, running backs out of the backfield, and most importantly, tight ends. And newsflash... These tight ends ain't slow. No, the George Kittles, Evan Ingram, the Darren Wallers Travis of the world, Kelsey. They're big receivers almost. We got look a perfect example. You got guys like Kyle Pitts coming out of college, where these guys are running a four four. They're six three plus. So this is I'm going to ask you this question, or you can ask me this question after every linebacker we talk about. Can this guy cover Kyle Pitts? And granted, I know that's typically no, but can this guy survive a couple downs on exactly. Kyle Pitts? No, no, yeah. It's not like you're going to say, hey. Micah Parsons, Zayvon Collins, Jabril Cox covers that Kyle Pitts all game island lock him down. Yeah. That's but for a couple plays a game, you're gonna need these guys to step up. Oh yeah. Well, you've seen it in the Super Bowl. Um there were two great tight ends in that in, in that thing with Gronk and and um Kelsey. And that was a big reason why Tampa Bay Bucks won that Devin game. Devin White, Levante David. Yeah, especially Levante David. He controlled Travis Kelsey. He slowed him down. I wouldn't say he he stopped him. Maybe that's a better way because you're never going to shut these guys down. You can't shut down the good offenses, it's, really. It's like the Kobe Jordan aspect. The rules are too too predicated for offense. It's like, hey, P.I., holding, all yeah, that bullshit. Exactly. It's, it's true. So we're going to take you through our list, one through five. I'm excited to hear who you have at one. I think it should be a pretty slam dunk on this one. Yeah. Um, number one, I have Micah Parsons. Out of uh, Penn State. Number two, I got Monty Rice out of Georgia. Number three, I got Jeremiah Uwasu Karamoa from Notre Dame, a.k.a. JOK. I think I'm going to Let's be... go with JOK. Yeah. Come joke. No. <laughs> um, number four, I got Jamin Davis from Kentucky. And at number five, to round out my list, I got Zayvon Collins out of um, Tulsa. Okay, I like I like your list. There's one difference in just the guy, but the order is very different. Mm-hmm. Michael Parsons one, Jeremiah Onsu Onsu, Karamoa JOK. I've said my one time. I didn't say good. <laughs> Jabril Cox at three, Zayvon Collins four, Jamin Davis five. No Monty Rice. He was six. He was he just six. missed it. Just missed it. So let's get Michael Parsons out of the way early. It's both our number one. Was it even close? No. 63245 4.3940 I got 436 Man, we're splitting the hair. I saw that. I just took the, I always took the higher time just to be on be a nice yeah. guy. Uh athletic freak. I will say I don't think he's Devin White. I think Devin White's faster than this guy. I don't give a shit about the pro day 40. Watching him on tape, 
he wasn't four three nine, and he's probably four four two or four four five. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I, I mean, that's like Jalen Waddle's speed. Yeah, man. like come on, dog. you're not faster than Jalen Waddle. <laughs> yeah, the the film, the film told me that he wasn't that fast, obviously, but that doesn't mean that he's not a fast guy. Like it's not fake. Yeah, obviously he trained for it because number one he opt out, obviously, but he he wasn't playing four three speed. But he was still fast. Like, it was 4-4. Yeah, yeah. We're splitting hairs here. Exactly. Uh, Good tackler. Physicality out the ass. Like, we've been seeing linebackers come out 225, 230. He's a solid 245. Yeah. His frame is big. Can be a 4-3 linebacker or a 3-4 linebacker, I put. Range out the ass. He's sideline to sideline. He has some pass rush. Value as a blitzer. Yeah, that's most what I definitely. He can really blitz. He's going to be one of those guys. He like We talked about Tremaine Edmonds having value. We talked about other guys. This is the best guy I've seen as a blitzer coming out in the last few years. I think what he does great is that's where the Devin White comparison comes in. Because you can ask him to spy the QB, which Devin White does against those mobile quarterbacks. He can be a great blitzer, which Devin White does. He's sideline to sideline like Devin White. And he's good enough in the run game, like physicality-wise, that why you can compare him to Devin White. And he's a good tackler. So that's where the Devin White comparisons come in. I think it's more of the the role that people are projecting him to do in the NFL. Well, Devin White coming out was 233 is what I yeah. see. Yeah, he was a lot smaller. He, it doesn't look like 15 pounds. It yeah. looks a lot more like 20 to 30 pounds. Just, yeah. just the look of the guy. And I've seen reports that they might put Michael Parsons at edge on occasions, and that's really where the value lies. I don't see that. I'm not. I do not see that at all. But like you said, maybe you have a mobile quarterback like Lamar Jackson, right? He's like, oh, that guy's just buying me. I'm good. Takes another hitch in his drop back, and it's like, oh shit, that guy sacked me. How did he get there so yeah. fast? That's what I see from this guy. I, that's a guy. You know who who um, who, who he would like hate. Is Patrick Mahomes like that's that's like the toughest thing about playing the Chiefs is you have to spy Patrick Mahomes like that will be his job, and that's the worst. Like you said, it's, it's like it's crushing because you you stop him for three downs, or even four. Like you stop him for two downs or two and a half downs, and then you have everyone covered. And he's like, I'm just gonna run for 15 yards. I get <laughs> I get the first down. I don't even trip. He leads the league in in third down, like first down for quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, give me your comments for this guy. Obviously, 2020 sat out. Big, con- I wouldn't say it's a big concern, but it's worth mentioning. And it's COVID. We've talked about it. Sound like a broken record. Yeah. Um, slightly questionable in zone principles. I wouldn't say he's the most fluid guy. I wouldn't say he's pitch perfect. I'd say he lacks a feel for zone. Yeah, he does. Uh, it's raw. It's, it's a little bit raw. Uh, and a lot of these guys, I'm, I'm going to say this, um, like we said, the the number one thing I look for in a linebacker in today's game is obviously his zone. Like, can can this guy cover guys? And usually linebackers who can't cover, they just kind of fill out the field. They're kind of just backpedaling out there. They really don't know what's going on. And that's where an uh, offensive coordinator in the NFL can very really take advantage of those things. Because if you know what the guy's going to do in zone, like, okay, he's just... He's just out there. Like, he's just roaming. He's going to be in this area. He's not going to know what to do. But if you get a guy that un- understands passing schemes and understands how a zone can be so versatile, and just because my job is to be right here, like, if there's a guy coming down in front of me, like, 
I want to know that my guy would not be like so hesitant to be like, oh, well, my job was right here. But like, no, dickhead, like the guys in front of you, go tackle him, <laughs> go cover him. Uh, I have <laughs> I exactly something similar to that in my notes. Uh, one other thing, he loves to come downhill. If it's like play action, he's like, it's a run. I'm going to yeah. go get the run. Uh, and sometimes he kind of tries to avoid blocks instead of just like running the guy over. And I get he's not a thumper, like two eight, like 260 linebacker like another guy in this class. And what did you make of the character concerns? There was a lawsuit against him for I, hazing. I did I, hear that. I, I didn't. I looked into it. I didn't see anything bad. But it's, again, one of those things. If a team interviews the guy, you're going to get to know him through there. Exactly. Uh, he's a top 10 pick. He he plays violent. Yeah. Too. He He's violent. He's a sure tackler. I, that's exactly why I put physicality yeah. he, as one. Yeah, he's a freak. Rare athleticism. Great instincts. Um, my comparison for him was Bobby Wagner and Isaiah Simmons' body. <laughs> that's because he's obviously like a lot bigger than Bobby Wagner coming out. I have Kyle Van Noy souped up Lamborghini <laughs> version. How you like that one? That was good. I like just because he's got the pass. Like if Bill Belichick gets his hands on this guy, there's no one really like him. Yeah, exactly. It's like what do we see Kyle Van Noy do with the Patriots? He was a bum in yeah. Detroit. I'm sorry. <laughs> when he got to New England, Pro Bowler, All Pro potential. Like you saw him as a blitzer. This guy does everything Kyle Van Noy does better. Yeah. And it, it's tough because there was a guy last last year in Isaiah Simmons. But he was so lean and, like, li- like as far as weight-wise. And this guy's a linebacker. He didn't play. Like, could he play safety? Probably. Yeah. But he wasn't. And we're going to talk about the next guy. A lot of guys. A lot of guys, <laughs> actually. But here's my thing with him. He played linebacker. We know he's a linebacker. Isaiah Simmons. It's scary, not for him, for my next guy. I'll say that. Yeah. Um. One, one other thing before we move on from Micah Parsons. He was this close. And sorry for you guys who are um, listening to us on audio. I'm saying, I'm putting my fingers together to, to have you guys know how close he was to being a blue chip prospect. He's not a blue chip for you? No, he's not. Oh, for me, he's blue chip. I don't think so. I think there's three guys, like I always say. I think it's Lawrence. I think it's Pitts. And Sewell. And Sewell. Those are the three blue chip guys. He was damn close. And I completely agree with you that he's a top 10 pick. He's definitely a top 10. I just don't think he's a blue chip. So you're saying he's not a blue chipper. I'm going to bring up some of the linebackers in the last few years. Would you, who, coming out of college, is he better than Roquan Smith? No. Tremaine Edmonds? Yes. Leighton Vanderush? Yes. Devin White? No. Devin Bush? No. Really? No. Not Bush? I was a big fan of Bush. Gerard Davis. Yes. Go easily. Yes. Easily. easily. But uh, he's not, to me, a blue chip linebacker is a guy like Luke Keekley. Damn, that, man, it's hard. It's kind of hard to remember back, truthfully, because Luke Keekley, there was some athleticism concerns, but it's kind of hard after the fact to be like, this guy's a better linebacker than Luke Keekley. I think it's close, bro. It's close between him and De- I think Devin White's probably the best, and he's right after. And I'm not including Luke Keekley because that was a long time ago. But I think he's right after Devin White. Uh, that's high praise, man. I don't, I don't blame you. I just don't think he's a blue chipper. I don't think he's complete. If he did this in 2020 and showed a little bit better tape, would he be a blue chipper? And I think he'll have to. I think his zone principles are a little, little alarming. Like he can struggle early. Could he cover career. Kyle Pitts? I think he's got the athleticism to yeah. do it. 
Are you going to leave him on an island with Kyle Pitts? I don't think so. No, no one should be left on an island with Kyle Pitts as a linebacker. Like we always say, coaching is involved, schemes involved. Like coaching, he can improve. I just think right off bat, as good as he is, I think he'll struggle in coverage his his first couple of games at least. Like yeah, he's he gonna get adjusted to the speed of the NFL, especially yeah. for a guy who sat out a year. So, do you want to go to Monty Rice? Or do you want to go to JOK next? Uh, let's go Monty Rice. Okay. Because we both like JOK. We just have him flop. I have JOK at three. You have him at two. Correct. But the number two guy for me, it's Monty Rice. He's out of Georgia. He's six foot, 233 pounds. His pros, man, outstanding zone coverage. One of the best. He's better than Mike Parsons. Agree. Second best in my rankings. There's only one other guy better in coverage than him. Okay. Um... So, like I said, flu, uh, good in coverage. I think he was fluid. Like, fluid hips. Um, his feel for the zone was great. Uh, sideline to sideline speed. Sure tackler. Like, this guy, he he's going to bring you down when, when he gets a hold of you. His cons. Um, obviously, and it's kind of like with all these guys. Um, they're not the best run defenders. They're really not. Um, he, gets o- he gets oversized a bit at times. Uh, can get washed out on run plays. He needs, he's going to need a bulk up, um, not as strong as you would want. But to be honest, I think everyone build-wise and strength-wise, especially a guy like him, especially linebackers and usually with running backs also, guys just naturally bulk up while being in the, in the NFL. Yeah, it's just a different. There's You're no working out every day. You're yeah. not going to school like this is your job. You're going to come in at 4 a.m. and lift. Yeah, you there's no 20-hour rule or exactly. any of that BS. Look, to me, the reason I had him at six, early in his career, I think he's going to be a third down type of guy. Like, he's a coverage linebacker. You don't want him in against a run. Yeah. Like, at worst, he's a dime linebacker. Exactly. And that's what was really tantalizing about him. It's like, well, passing is the biggest thing in the NFL. And he's his best at the pass game. Mm. But running's still important to me. And I'm worried about, say, say he's in a third down, they call it draw. And the guard gets up to him. He's done. He's not going to be able to do shit against a pulling guard, it is, especially if they call a toss or something. If he has to take on linemen, he's screwed. He kind of, I think he'd be better in a 3-4 early in his career. If he can bulk up and not lose the speed, he's going to be a top three linebacker in this draft. And you know who else kind of had those concerns coming out? Eric Kendricks. And, that's a really good And that's my comparison for him. In the beginning part of his career, just a great covers linebacker exactly. and he kind of developed in. If he can do that, I, I that's would... that's who I see in this guy. And I wow. think that ability to to cover to uh to cover guys in the NFL is so valuable to have. For me, there's that's why I have him at two. Like that's the thing that that I love about him is his coverage skills. It's so rare to have that in a linebacker. It's so valuable. That's why I have him at two. He can be an Eric Kendricks, and I, I can see it. He he needs to sure up on his run game. He needs to sure up and getting a little bit more stronger and bulkier. And I do believe he's going to do that. I, I knocked him just for being undersized. Not undersized, excuse me. I just knocked him for not being able to play the run that well, especially in the NFL. Like, against the Patriots, he might not see the field. Yeah, and this guy easily, because I don't think he's going to go in the first round. I really don't. This is my rankings, just FYI. Yeah, not no, not, all, NFL, not NFL, all NFL teams are going to go off of my rankings. Now, if I was an NFL GM, would I draft this guy in the first round? Yes, I probably would. If it, Late in the first round, if I'm in the 20s, I would take a chance on this guy. But... I don't think NFL teams are. 
And same thing with Eric Kendricks. Like, the Minnesota Vikings got that guy in the, in the second round. And, like, that's an absolute steal. I can see the same thing happening for for Monty Rice getting him in the second or even maybe the third round and the team having an absolute steal in the draft with um, getting that guy. I think he's going to have a role in the NFL early on, just the pass game. Uh, yeah. I'm going to move on to my guy, JOK. He's my second linebacker. And he's, he's my third. He's only better than Monty Rice coverage because he played like slot corner at times, nickel. He's a little Isaiah Simmons-ish. He's 6'2", 215. He didn't participate in the or, uh, pro day at Notre Dame. He had like a tweaked hamstring. It's athleticism. It's speed, speed, more speed, fast, it's, quick, whatever you want to call it. He's kind of... ability. He's borderline almost a safety. Yeah, he... He it's really arguable is. that you like if someone argued that he was a safety, I wouldn't knock you for it. Exactly, flexibility, matchup nightmare potentially in coverage. Uh, worried about the run game, obviously. He's not bad in the run game per se, but it's a different thing in the NFL than it is Notre Dame. Like he's willing to throw his body around. He's yeah. he's more than capable of tr- like he tries. He's not like I'm going to let that guy run by me. He tries, but it's just he's small. Because he's kind of a safety. He's a hybrid. And my con, one of my big cons is small frame, Isaiah Simmons. <laughs> Isaiah Simmons problem. And he's only going to be an off-ball linebacker. He's not going to be a – not a like he's not going to be that guy. You yeah, know he's not going to be a Mike. He's not going to be a Mike, no. He's raw as shit. Uh, player comp was Hassan Riddick, Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard is a reach. Like, if this guy hits, I can see that. Yeah. But – Again, tall task. Yeah, he's he's a will linebacker. He's not, he's not going to play the Sam or the Mike. Um, yeah, he he's super undersized. Like we say, six one, two hundred and twenty pounds. Um, I put plays like a safety with his speed can trade up cover guys, just like you said. Um, he has so much speed, he could potentially play a slot corner. Yeah, he lined up there at times. Yeah, the one thing I'll say though, he played linebacker. He wasn't Isaiah Simmons where it was 10 snaps here, 5 snaps here, yeah. 5, 5, yeah. 5. It he was, did play it, though. Yeah, yeah. He had, like, but it, I'd say it was, like, 25 snaps linebacker, 5 snaps slot corner, yeah, 5 yeah. slots, five snaps safety, excuse me. Yeah. Um, great instincts and coverage. Like, he knows how to cover guys. That's why I say that he could potentially play in the slot, even put him um, maybe at, like, a Jamal Adams role, kind of, like, like in the middle of the field kind of thing. Uh, he loves to play downhill. He makes a lot of flashy plays. Like, when you watch this guy on film, he just pops. You know what I mean? He's noticeable. Um, cons. Usually, when I say tweener, usually talking about a defensive end. More like defensive linemen. Now. You know, they're kind of too big to play DN, but they're too small to play defensive tackle. He's kind of like that for a linebacker. He's kind of small to play linebacker, but kind of too big to play safety. So, he's a tweener in that sense. Um, has no thump at all. Uh, lack of run support. You I, went over that. I think he's gonna wrap. He's gonna be the type of guy. He'll wrap the guy run, uh, running back up. Excuse me. He's never gonna deliver punishment. Yeah. Um. He gets bullied in the run game. I think he really does. He's willing to take on the the blockers. But it's he's, like you're two fifteen, bro. It's like a losing <laughs> fight for you. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's, he's a boomer bust. To be honest, he he has potential. He's the Jason away of the uh, linebackers. Yeah, he has potential bus written all over him, but he can really boom. He goes yeah. in the right system and scheme. Have we seen one of these hybrid guys work out yet? I will say, like uh, Isaiah Simmons showed late, but there was Sue Cravens. Let's not forget that was that was, was my boy. your boys, bro. Right? Sorry, to bring him up, <laughs> but Sue Cravens was nowhere 
near the athlete of this guy, though. No. and Or Isaiah Simmons. And there's definitely a question of love of the game with that guy, Super yeah. Cravens. But there's special in this guy. There's no doubt about it. He's clearly, for me, the second uh, linebacker in this draft. And you said you had him at three? Yeah. My three was Jabril Cox from LSU. Oh. 6'3", 233. Uh, didn't participate in the 40. Tweaked hamstring. Here's my Here's what I got. Good ball skills for a linebacker. Good frame. Versatility. Instincts are good. Can be a hair hesitant. Solid in coverage. Not bad at all. It's good speed. It's not Devin White, Deion Jordan, and that hurts him. Like to me, he's like, I'm just gonna like slide my way over and make that tackle. It's never like the range is a little bit of a concern. He was my honorable mentions. Uh, I did watch film on him. Like you said, he's six three. Um, he's solid. He can cover. Uh, I love that about him. That's why he's probably number six on my list. Uh, can stop the run a bit. Uh, he has great size. He's better in coverage than the run game I had written down. Yeah. Uh, nothing elite about him, though. Exactly. It, it's it's this low ceiling for me. That's that's what does it for me. Uh, he's going to poli- be solid, though. Not polished as a tackler, either. No. He's, he ra- doesn't wrap up very well. But that can be corrected. I'm not worried about that so much. But hitting back with the elite traits, it's it's a lot of good. And it's a lot of good. Yeah. I think whoever gets this guy, he's the second, third round pick. You're going to get a good player. Exactly. But you're not going to get a... He's going to contribute on a team. Yeah. Uh, pro comp was poor man's Devin White, Deion Jordan. <laughs> Rich man's uh, Duke Riley. Yeah. Yeah, I went all the LSU boys for this guy. Because <laughs> he's like the next guy in the LSU. It's like he looks the part, plays the part. He's just nothing elite about him. Exactly. And it's kind of like a lot of these guys in the class, especially like the defensive tackles and offensive linemen. But... uh Man, you explained it right. He's solid. Like I don't, I don't knock you for it. The film, film was good. I just don't see the high ceiling. I don't see the high potential. He's gonna be a solid player in the NFL, though. I just think all these guys that I have, um, they have higher ceilings. And I'm gonna go to four. Well, we uh, have them flip flopped, right? Zayvon Collins and Jamin Davis. I have Jamin at five. You have Zayvon at five, right? Yeah. Okay. So let's hit on Jamin, and we don't have to. Yeah. So number four, I got Jamin Davis. Out of Kentucky, 6'3", 234 pounds. My pros, I wrote speed, speed, speed. Took a play out of my book? Speed. 43740 <laughs> I have written down this time. Yeah, that's insane. Uh, long arms. This guy's lengthy as fuck, dude. <laughs> um, he can play coverage really good. Um, like I said, I, I brought up the long arms. He can block shed really good. He can disengage. Um, Physicality out the ass with this guy. And yeah. It, it, he, it's like he's 245 or 250 at, at times, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, let's go into the cons. Uh, takes a while to, to dissect the play. So I'll, I'll, write you, I'll tell you the con. I had I put raw AF or AF. I'm not sure how to say it. <laughs> so it's all athlete. It's all like he don't know how to play the position. Yeah. He's just out there like a... Tasmanian Devil, head cut off, chicken with a head cut off. Played 11 games in college. That's it. Uh, he can't tackle for shit at times. No. It's like, there are so many times I watched him and I'm like, oh, he's going to make this tackle. Yeah. Didn't make the tackle. It's what he's like, he's right there. Yeah. So if you clean that up, there's a lot to like. And I think I've, you, we've been noticing this on all of our guys. All of these guys kind of have a lack of being a run defender. I think that's just the reality of these linebackers we in touched, today's game. We touched on Keekly coming out. One thing he could do, 
That's what made him special. Play the run. Yeah. Wrap up. You don't see Luke Keighley get his ankles broken that often. Yeah. Those guys are rare to come by where you can be sideline to sideline, be an athlete, be a tackler, and you're stout against the run. That's super rare. That's why Micah Parsons kind of has that borderline of being a blue chip guy for you because you can see it in the run game. Like he has the weight and he has the speed to to cover. And you know, let me go back for a second. For JOK, he's 6'2", 215. He probably ran like high four threes. Yeah. Well, so was Micah Parson on the 40. Like we said, he plays a little slower, but he's 40, 30 pounds heavier. Yeah. That's what makes him special. Yeah. But going back to Davis, uh, well, who's your pro player comp? I put Deion, George, uh, Deion Jones, and this is the second time I bring this guy up, Isaiah Simmons' athleticism. Okay. Do you want my quarterback comparison for him or my linebacker? I have two, I have two guys. <laughs> I got Mitchell Trubisky because he only played 11 games. And then I got Darren Lee as a linebacker. Darren Lee? Yeah, from Ohio State. Oh, man. Just traits, bro. It's just fast. Yeah, it's just yeah. like... But it's like, can you really trust it? Mm-hmm. I think other? he's he's as good to be as, as as like a Deion Jones, though. Like his play? He, he has the tools, but it's like... You're... Playing Kentucky, I know it's the SEC, but it's it's just too raw for me, man. I was yeah. scared. That's why I had him at five. I like Zayvon Collins. We'll get into him right now. Uh, there's one thing about Zayvon Collins that sticks out: six four two sixty. Like he, I think he un- misunderstood what they wanted in the linebacker. He thinks he's playing in the nineties. Uh, Forty time. I I read four six three four six seven. I just in the four sixes. I don't think the speed's a question. I truly don't. We saw Vontez Burfick be a good linebacker. What he ran like a five, yeah. So size out the ass is a size is a skill. It's a really important it is. thing. It's rare. He he is rare, bro. As being six five, two hundred and fifty nine pounds, you kind of think he's a DN. Yeah, and he played the end of times. He did. And if you got a guy like that in the middle of your defense, he's just gonna. It sucks for quarterbacks. Like remember Erlacher was he six five six six? It's yeah. like how the hell do we throw over this dude? Yeah. Um, he's great in coverage. He looks very natural and comfortable in space. I put flexibility. He doesn't look stiff for a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. And I put, he, he's quicker than he is fast. Yeah. But he's got that range because I think he's a long strider. Yeah, definitely a rare athlete. That's what I put. He has lengthy arms. Too. He has long, long ass arms. So that can be good for batting down balls. I think his speed, I think the speed's the big question with this guy. Grant, I think it's fine, sideline to sideline. So, so say this is a football field, right? Sorry, audio listeners, I'm pulling my hands like <laughs> together. He's good here, like going sideline to sideline. But if it's like you have to cover this guy at the seam, I'm like, I don't know about that. Yeah. But I think it's just the like he's big, man. He can cover ground. It's just the long strider. It's not great acceleration. It's not great agility. Yeah. But the strength for this guy, best strength in the draft at linebacker. If there's a pulling guard, he's like. Hey man, I'm gonna fuck you up. Get out of my way. <laughs> he, yeah, he. The cons I had, he can maybe play high at times. Mm-hmm. That's what I seen. Um, needs to work on learning run schemes and gap integrity while oh, jumping yeah. to that next level. I don't think he really understands it yet. That's a coaching problem that can be coached. Um, I think the 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 number one guy that you think of that came out with his kind of built and ability is that is anthony Barr. anthony Barr was a dn turned into a linebacker very very similar um he's a lot bigger than Barr. he's actually the same height and near the same weight he just looks like a bigger frame to me like anthony Barr looks lean this guy looks like just built yeah 
Um, but I, I one of the comparisons I put was KJ Wright with the body of Anthony Barr because he's he's not really KJ Wright built as far as height and weight, but he kind of he kind of <laughs> plays like him. KJ Wright too. Really? I have KJ Wright and oh, a wow. little bit of Tremaine Edmonds just with the like weight profile and yeah. like size profile. That's funny though. That's a good one. Yeah, it's it's weird because he can potentially play end. Like that's he has the the height and weight to do it. But I don't think his blitzing's that great. I didn't think his pass rush like if he can like season up the pass rush moves, mm-hmm. he'll be pretty good. Yeah, I like him a lot more than I like Jamin Davis or Jamin. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say your name, but <laughs> Davis is the wild card. It's eleven yeah. starts. It's all traits. Yeah, it's kind of like. Uh, away from the edge rushers it's yeah. you didn't get a sack but you have all these tools you have this bend we've seen it yeah you have some pressures but it's a question of if you can harness those tools and like you said it's where you go is important that's there's no debating that like say Jamarcus Russell went somewhere else sorry to bring up Jamarcus Russell I'm just saying that because it's a it's a big bust yeah if he goes somewhere else with more structure because let's be real Oakland wasn't a good organization back those just times. facts facts so it really matters and just like say you percy harvin and you go to a or Tavon austin you go to jeff fisher's offense it's not creative and it's like hey just beat your guy we're never going to help you no it's tough you know man i'm still crying about Tavon austin still has hope for him. <laughs> another <laughs> yeah. guy you missed yeah, right here, man. <laughs> it's all right man. Guys, it's all right but th- that's the reality uh honorable mentions i said monty rice um there was one more. Dylan Moses from Alabama. We have to talk about him because this, a lot of people are gonna are gonna say, "Let's talk 2018 about 2018 tape." Outstanding first round pick. Every other tape, it's bad, and yeah. I get it's injury torn ACL. He missed last year torn ACL. He came back this year. Looked a step slow. Didn't didn't look like that guy. Yeah. So I think it, if you get this guy in third round, take the risk. It's worth it. He's got the talent. You got to do the medicals with this guy. He's, it's good in coverage. He's a he's like a rocket. He's gonna hit the mother. He's gonna hit these guys. I almost cursed. He's gonna hit these guys. Take their heads off. I liked him. I like twenty eighteen him. I don't like twenty twenty. I think everyone does. Yeah. I think everyone does. Um, and it's weird because it was only a torn ACL, and it's kind of like modern medicine. But like, I think maybe sometimes maybe we overestimate the impact. Yeah, it does ACL. affect people differently. And maybe it's like one of those things where you hear, oh, you like Carson Wentz when he came back it was like four more weeks and he was really back. Yeah, and sometimes it's not everyone's not AP, okay? Mm. AP ruined it for anyone ever toward an ACL. It's like, <laughs> why isn't he back in five and a half months? It looks great. Yeah, but the tape is good. There's good and bad. It's, He's just there. It's kind of like all these Bama guys. I'm talking their DB certain like same thing. Dylan Moses, the D tackle Bar uh, Barmore, what uh, Barmore, whatever. Excuse me if I'm saying it wrong. All these guys are just super solid on tape. Like, they don't do anything eye-popping. And, and it's, it's hard. Even, it's not even Reuben Foster. Reuben Foster was that guy. Yeah. Uh, not talking about the off-the-field shit. Yeah. On the field, he was that guy. Even Rashawn Evans was, like, making eye-popping plays. Yeah. Like, they all just do. And I, it's hard. It's hard to say because I don't want to make it sound like it's a bad thing because it's not. Like, obviously, they won the national championship. They were a good defense. Great defense. Fuck that! They were great. Um, Eesh. I don't. I don't know. I mean, they were great. They won the national. They're championship. not Bama's defense from before. No, though, no, I'm, they're not all it's, time. It's shifting. It's shifting though. It's like it's all offense. Like, like Alabama's offense ten years ago was Greg McElroy saying, "Here you go, hand the ball off forty yeah. times a game." But 
He's good. He's Their just, defense is good. It's just... It's a big Where's risk. the Quinnen coming out? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that guy. I don't even think Sertain's that guy, not to spoil my rankings, because I have him pretty high up there, actually. It's just, where's the you, pop? You expect more watching these guys. I think that's, I what, think it that's what it is. Yeah. You expect more. You hear all about these guys all year, and you watch the tape, and it's like, where's this top, you know, top 20 pick that everyone was talking about in 2019? Or like a guy like um, Devontae Smith. Like, where's this Heisman Trophy guy? Like, you know what I mean? Like That, I, that was the only guy from the best Bama team that had those moments was Devontae yeah. Smith. Yeah. Not even Mac Jones. And I had him at quarterback three. But Dylan Moses, just a little notes I had. Yeah, huge risk. Not an athlete, to be fair. Uh, he not, looked like an athlete in I, 2018, I, though. He did, but his recent tape, he didn't. Um, not elite at anything. And that's bad. Um he didn't. He didn't look like the same player after that injury. It's it's tough, man. Um, he can. He can. He vanishes. I have. He vanishes during the game sometimes. You don't he, know. He's, he's like Andrew Wiggins. He's, he he can be a value pick of maybe the fourth round. You know what I mean? You strike gold with that. But I don't see it to be honest. Um, I want to go over a couple of other guys that people may ask about. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about this guy Nick Bolton, out of Mizzou. Can okay. I flip off the camera? Dude, I don't see it, bro. There's no coverage. I didn't see it. There's no... Is even an athlete to you? I put no coverage skills, no run support, just way too small for me. Way too small. Not saying something now... He's under six foot. Because we talked about linebackers, like, it's really hard. You don't see a lot of undersized linebackers anymore because they're all, like, safeties and failed running backs. This dude looks like a munchkin. <laughs> but he's flashy. I get it. You put on a highlight tape of him on YouTube, you'll think this guy's freaking amazing. Because he makes crazy-ass plays. I'm not going to lie. But I don't see I don't see it translating to the NFL. I thought the best parts about him were instincts, but he's not good at, like, like what you said. It's like, he kind of knows where it's at, but he never... I don't know. I didn't like him at all. The, the cover. It's the coverage. It's the coverage yeah. that bothers me. You need to be able to cover as a linebacker. Or else you're going to be worthless. You really are. You're going to be a special teams player at most. You're going to be required to play in coverage. It's a passing league, bro. It's changing. Uh, another guy that I really liked, um, I just I just thought he was worth mentioning, man. Isaiah McDuffie from Boston College. Uh, little white boy, 6'1". So you're basically th- saying that's the Luke Keekly? No, 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 no. I'm going to say this. He's nothing like amazing, Okay. I just like the pedigree of him. Uh, he plays very violently. He plays with his head on fire, man. Plays fast. Plays hard. Get this guy the right coach, and he can be something good in the late rounds. And he has, like, really good athleticism. Like, this dude's sideline to sideline. He just he plays with great instincts. He's a little bit small, but I like him. I, I think he's worth mentioning. I think at best he's going to be – he's going to have to work his way up in special teams. But potentially he can be like one of those like diamonds in the rough, like linebacker. I really like what I see. I get it. I liked him a little bit. I didn't even have him ranked. Yeah, no, I don't blame him. He's he's super low. I mean, he's nothing like special. You know what I mean? I just I, I thought he was worth mentioning. I like those diamond in the roughs kind of guys. But um, I think that's it, right? Any that's any other it. guys? That's it, man. I'm. I think the guy biggest wild card is probably Davis and then Moses. Yeah. Those are the two guys. Like I think everyone else is kind of a known quantity, like what this guy is. Those two guys, one with the lack of experience, one with just the really bad injury history. Yeah. 
And I just actually, I'm going to say this. I heard Dylan Moses play with a torn meniscus all year last year. Wow, that's crazy. And it's like, if that's it true. It showed. Yeah, it did. If, if, if you want to contribute his play to that, it makes sense. Yeah. But uh, that's going to do it, guys. We hope you guys have been enjoying this prospect series. We're down to one more. DBs. DBs, man. We're excited. That's our most. That's that's the most anticipated uh, players that, that we attended to watch. It was fun, man. This this whole process has been fun. Knowing all these prospects, watching the film, it's fun, man. But um, make sure to subscribe on YouTube, bro. Um, I told you guys before, like, comment, subscribe. Turn on post notifications, man, because if you're watching this content, that means you're a fan of the NFL Draft. And we're going to be doing a special live event, live, in the flesh, no editing, no nothing. And we're going to be talking about the draft right after it ends on the first round Thursday. Uh, we're going to be having live reactions from all types of guests, Yo, man. We might have a guest in We might have a guest in the dungeon. In the flesh. We might bring him to the dungeon. But we got to get his uh, clearance up. You know? <laughs> got to make sure he's vaccinated. Nah. <laughs> but, we got to uh, vent him. Uh, vet him. You know, we got to yeah. make sure he's got the requirements. He's good to go. But um, besides that, man, we're going to be having a bunch of a bunch of guests, dude. We're going to be calling in people. People are going to be giving their live reactions to the picks. And um, if you guys are interested in, in doing it, hit us up, man. Um, DM us. Comment down below. Uh, anything like that, man. Texas, um, we're willing to have you on. Give your opinion real quick. A little 10, 15 minutes. We'll chop it up. We'll tell you if your pick was bad, good, questionable. Especially with the 49ers, we're gonna have a lot of talk about oh my the goodness. number three pick. We're gonna it's gonna be the fun. Only, the only pick we're not talking about is the twelfth pick. No, no we're Eagles, definitely no talking Eagle about talk that. <laughs> You don't have to set the whole mood down with how you're been blowing the draft. Oh man. But yeah, man, turn on post notifications because but um, as worst comes to worst, you guys will get notified when we go live. We will be going live on YouTube and Twitter. So look out for that. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That is at Max underscore Juan Cast. Make sure to like all of our photos, man. We're always posting daily content, all of that good stuff. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. I'm so grateful. Max is so grateful for having you guys here and watching us and supporting us. Um... Make sure to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to five-star rate us all the way to the max, bro. No pun intended. So, man, I'm just like, <laughs> hey, some, syn- it's, uh, some synergy right there, bro. <laughs> hey, like Juan said it best, man. We're grateful and there's – I mean, we're pretty great, but the NFL is where it's at. Like, we couldn't make this content without, you know, NBA, NFL, MLB, NASCAR, whatever you want to say. Throw it all in there, <laughs> tennis. We're grateful to be doing this and – we got one more to go. It's exactly. probably saving the best for last, I think. And best for last, man. So we'll see you guys for the next video. Until then, we out, bro.